Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 322. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have with me here today, Jenna Kutcher. Jenna, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. You got it. Well, Jenna is going to school us today on list building, a little bit of Pinterest, and everything in between to build your online businesses. But first, let me tell you a little bit about her and her expertise. Jenna walked away from her windowless corporate office to pursue her dream of becoming a photographer with nothing more than a $300 camera from Craigslist. Today, she's turned that investment into a seven-figure photography and education business. She also runs and hosts the Gold Digger podcast, an authentic business-focused show that caters towards women entrepreneurs. Her biggest passion is to invest in entrepreneurs so that they have the tools to run successful, profitable, and authentic businesses so that they can get back to the art of it all. And don't we all want to get back to the art of it, Jenna? Oh, I so do. I'm with you, girl. We all do. We all do. So um, let's talk a little bit about like the brilliance that you're doing. First of all, if anybody hasn't checked out what Jenna's doing online, everything that she does is like the most beautiful feast for the eyes that you can see and you just want to like dive into it. So I'll just start by saying <laughs> that in case anybody listening hasn't been on your stuff. Hopefully they're uh, hopping over to your Instagram or your website right now. But um, how for you, how have you brought together your passion for photography and, and what does that look like in the way that you serve entrepreneurs in your business now? You know, I think so much of what we do and consume is visual. And so it's so funny because I think that it is totally possible to have a curated and still authentic feed or platform. And so I love to draw people in with their eyes, which I think so much of us are just hopping on to social media for a little break from our realities, which are usually pretty messy. Um, but then I really like to challenge and change the world through the words. And so I think that what is so fun is as a photographer, I'm obviously able to shoot and edit different types of images, but I love the visual curation factor, but I always promise to keep it real in the captions. I love it. I love it. Okay, cool. So you have really perfected the art of utilizing Pinterest to drive traffic and also using this visual art form to do massive email list building two critically important things obviously to build our businesses. So let, let's talk a little bit about email list building and some of the, the down and dirty secrets that, you know, everybody listening can go to kind of go back to the drawing board, amp up what they're doing, get some better results faster. Um, I know email list building is something that we've drilled into every entrepreneurial's head so mm -hmm. hard for so long. I think sometimes you get a little bit numb and you need to every once in a while refresh your perspective and put a new set of eyes on your strategies for that. So what are your thoughts on what you're seeing today with list building? What's working for you? What key things that you recommend our business owners take a look at in terms of their 2018 list building strategy? 
Yeah. So our big goal in my business for the new year is to make my email list bigger than all of my social channels combined. And I think what is so interesting is that we're so focused on the numbers game when it comes to followers because people can see that. But what I think the power of email marketing is, is that it's that number that people can't see, but it's the number that moves the needle the most. So when we look at social media, our organic reach is about only 6% of the people that follow you see your posts. And so we have have to start transitioning. And so while I think social media is so important, I have really seen a shift in the way that we need to invite our audience to get off of social and get onto our email list and how we have to show up and serve them with the right types of content so that they're willing to exchange your email address for it. And so one of the big shifts that I'm seeing is that a lot of times people will create maybe one or two freebies and they'll exhaust their resources with that freebie. So they'll continue to share it with their, their followers over and over and over again, trying to push them to their email list. But what I think is so incredible about the email marketing game is that in no time, you could literally take one hour, create a new freebie and push it out into the world to see the response it gets. And I think it's a beautiful way to test how your audience is taking action with you and your brand. And so we've really just hit the ground running and creating awesome freebies and awesome content. We're trying to put out at least one new freebie every single week. And before we put ad money into it, we're just putting it out into the world to see if people are resonating with it, if the headline is working, if they're interested in that. Oh, I love that. And I, I love getting back to the basics, going back to those freebies, but really amping up the strategy and saying, listen, like this doesn't need to be this drawn out. I feel like for so many people, you get into this cycle of like every I needs to be dotted, every T needs to be crossed. Oh, talk gosh. To someone, and a month and a half later, they're still working on the PDF. People just want mm -hmm. a quick, dirty, easy thing to consume that's going to give them something that they can implement right away. And I love the challenge for everyone listening. So Jen, I'm going to take your, your mind mantra and your challenge and say create a freebie a week and I think one of the most important things we learned this year is, you know, when when you know one person in your audience expresses a concern, a frustration, a challenge that they're having, chances are there's so many other people experiencing mm -hmm. that same thing. I know uh, a lot of the podcast episodes that we've done on Fridays for the Ask Kelly episodes, you know, someone would ask a question and I would answer it, and and those end up being the highest downloaded episodes because it's it's speaking to a really specific thing. Why not take those one-on-one -on -one conversations you're having? With with your audience and turn them right over into a freebie you can share. Absolutely. And done is better than perfect, my friends. Like we yes. are just putting that content out. And I always laugh when people send me that there's a typo or a formatting error because I'm like, hey, this is free and it's helping you. And the content is still there regardless of if a word is spelt wrong. And so get it out into the world. If you're coveting and holding on to things until they're perfect, like you're actually robbing the world of your brilliance. Oh, I love that. It's so true. It's absolutely so true. And that's such great advice for everybody listening. So in terms of you guys, so you guys are pushing out this freebie each week, which is such a great mindset and mentality to have. And then once you see how it resonates, you can obviously turn it around and put ad dollars behind it and all of that. What are you guys, what are some of the action steps you're taking once you create that freebie to really put it out there in as many places as possible? I mean, obviously people think of the low-lying fruit and the obvious things right away as far as social media mm -hmm. distribution and stuff. Is there anything special in your routine or any specific strategies or nuances that you've done differently in the past year that are really working for you right now? 
Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Pinterest because that is one of the most underutilized platforms and it can absolutely really progress your list building strategies times a million. And so what we have been doing is we'll create that freebie and then we'll jump into a platform like Canva. Now, I get it. I can use Photoshop. I'm a photographer, but things like Canva are there to help you speed up your workflows. So we'll jump into Canva, create five different pins that all promote that same freebie. And then we'll link it up to either a lead page or a landing page or an opt-in page. And that way we are driving traffic that serves a purpose. So while just traffic in and of itself is great, having a plan for what is going to happen to that traffic is even better. And so when you look at it from a list building perspective, a lot of times we're pinning different resources that we've created, but there's no real strategy behind it. And traffic alone is not going to move the needle in your business. And so what we do is we either create great blog posts and then we have a certain pop-up that is on the same subject that will give them an extended offer for an extra freebie or an extra resource. And that way, when that traffic lands onto our site, we have a plan. And for those people that accept the invitation, they're going to get served through my email list in a very intentional way. Yeah, no, I love that. So, you know, you have the the specific topic, you have the pop up there. So I guess the question that I have, because I agree with you, I think it's just now starting to like sprinkle in a little bit of the fact that um, Pinterest is like this secret, like uh, search engine that no one's yes. really been using, right? Like it just yes. started popping up recently, which is crazy because obviously it's been around, right? But is it is it that there's so much focus on the visual appeal now? Everything has moved so much to photography and a visual, you know, feast for the eyes and that type of thing. Do you feel that's one of the reasons why it's it's working so well in the business realm? Because I think a lot of times when people think of Pinterest, they're thinking of like arts and crafts and fashion mm-hmm. and that type of thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that, If you explore your user habits and if you're a Pinterest user, just as somebody who enjoys the platform, you're going to start to see that you do literally go there for a search engine. And what I think a lot of people don't acknowledge is that there are so many business resources hanging out on Pinterest. And until you start looking for them, you might just be caught up with the chicken recipes and the cute outfits that you're probably never going to purchase. And what's so interesting about Pinterest users is that they are far more likely to purchase. So instead of purchasing straight from Instagram, which let's be honest, it doesn't really happen. When people go onto Pinterest, they're usually more prepared to buy. And the demographics are greatly aligned with you, Kelly, your audience, my audience. So it's a lot of middle-aged women with an average household income of a hundred thousand or more. And so What's incredible about Pinterest is that a lot of us are already using SEO in our businesses, search engine optimization, whether it's on blog posts or on our website or just in creating keywords. And so you can take that knowledge and apply it to Pinterest and guess what? It's going to yield results. So we get the most traffic driven from Pinterest, even though I only have maybe 12,000 followers when I have 150,000 on Instagram because Pinterest people are looking for solutions. And if you can create pins that are keyword rich, that really provide solutions for people, you're going to see that influx in traffic. 
Wow, so interesting. And I agree with you. I've never once gone to Pinterest to scroll. Like no one goes and scrolls in Pinterest. You go to Pinterest and you immediately go to the search function. You're looking for something. Yes. Um, so that is brilliant. So can you break down a little bit, Jenna, to, to just give our listeners some actionable tips as far as, you know, I'm sure for most people, this may be the first time that they would even be considering utilizing Pinterest as a, a means for promoting website traffic and, and driving people back. Although I'm sure most of our listeners are creating blogs, are creating content consistently, are creating graphics for other things. So how do they how do they quickly and easily take that and translate it into a traffic strategy from Pinterest back to their website? So what we were finding is that a lot of the content that we were so busy creating, it was just dying because mm -hmm. we would post it once, share it once on social, and then we move on to continue creation. And I think anyone, I'm sure Kelly, you've gone through a season where you just feel like you're creating something every single day and it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. And you're like, when can I get off of the hamster wheel? Because I don't even know what else I have to say. And so what is incredible about when you can start to partner Pinterest into your strategy is that the focus shifts from quantity to quality. And so we started challenging ourselves and said, what posts are doing really well on our blog? And then how can we have a long line strategy behind them? So instead of creating new content all the time, we're looking at, okay, what is performing well? And then how can we direct traffic from Pinterest to that blog and have a plan for once that traffic lands there. And so the best thing about it is that instead of creating all of this new content all of the time, we're looking at what's already doing good for us and then how can we put a strategy behind it. And so what it looks like, and a lot of people don't understand that there are many ways that you can upload content to Pinterest. So I think that the, you know, for me, what I used to believe was the only way to get something on Pinterest was having that little pin it button on your page, you hit it, and then that's it. That's the only pin you can create. But you can create your own images, you can create your own keywords, and you can link it back to posts that already exist. And so mm -hmm. the first place to start would be just look at your Google Analytics, check out maybe what your five top posts are, and then jump into a resource like Canva, create a few pins. You can create like five, 10 pins for one article and split test it and see which one is performing the best, which one is getting the most repins or the most traffic, and then really focus on the strategy of how once you get that traffic, do you have a pop-up? Do you have an extra freebie? Do you have an add-on for an additional resource? What does that look like? Because traffic alone isn't going to change things for you, but when you can have that plan in place of what that experience can look like, that's where you're going to start to see results. Yeah, brilliant. No, I love it. And, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think with the podcast, you know, we use the text opt-ins and you guys listening, obviously most of you have, have texted to opt-in to get on our email list. So we start, you know, by having a really intentional end result that we want people to, to do and an action we want them to take with a specific content upgrade. And you're basically saying you're going to use the same strategy on Pinterest. It's like, why are you posting this piece of content? What is the, the full circle action that you want them to take? You start with the end in mind, but you are utilizing content that you've already created and put all the, mm -hmm. the legwork and work into. So let me ask you this, Jenna, do you use different types of content on Pinterest or are you focused strictly on like blog posts that are all words? Are you linking in, um, utilizing recaps of podcast episodes, videos? Like what does your strategy look like there? 
So one of the best things about Pinterest is that I, we spend maybe one hour a week on our Pinterest strategy. So if you're listening and you're like, I do not have time for one more platform, I want for you to know this Pinterest can be automated and that is a beautiful thing. We all love automation. So basically what it looks like is at the beginning of the week, one of my team members will jump into our Google analytics. They'll take a peek at what's doing really well for us or what really drove traffic over the last week. And then we'll just create three to five different pins for those top five pieces. And sometimes there's a lot of overlap and sometimes it's brand new content that's doing well. And what we do is we use a platform called Tailwind and you can just plan out and schedule out posts. So you can create that content once and it can be looped and pinned over and over and over again. And the best part is, is that it will be pinned when your followers or your tribe are most likely to be online. So if you set this up once and you jump in once a week, it can be running for you every single day and providing results for you, which is pretty incredible. So really the meat of what we're spending our time on is just creating those new graphics or trying different things that we can split test, whether it be the headline or the image, and then just popping them into Tailwind and creating automation there. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I love that you, so, you know, because a lot of with the other social media platforms now, it's like we're going through a, a period, I feel like, of de-automation, right? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, all those great tools that we used a couple of years ago that were so awesome to, to get us posting every hour, you know, with no organic traffic, you know, you're not going to get that same return on investment that you once did. It's like you want to actually post less and actually have engagement and value and, and people, you know, sharing them. But I think what's nice about what you're saying saying here with Pinterest is because of it being more of a searchable search engine, it, mm-hmm. the evergreen effect is actually still working where I feel yes. like maybe that's not the case as much anymore with some of the other social platforms. Yes, absolutely. And and one tip that I would love to add, especially for female entrepreneurs, like we have to come at it from an approach of abundance and not scarcity. And so we encourage people to pin 80% other people's content, 20% your own. And so when you can look at it as a way to really serve your audience and understand that you cannot be all things to all people and that there are definite experts out there, we love to support other women entrepreneurs. So we'll have a board like tips for female entrepreneurs. And then we're pinning other people's content as well. And I think, you know, no one wants to follow the Jenna show or the Kelly show where everything Mm -hmm. is just our own stuff. So you want to create this space where it's almost like an editorial look at what your brand would be if it was visual, whether it's outfits or bedrooms or whatever that is, because it creates this human component that I think so many of us are desiring online. Oh, that's really awesome. I, di- I didn't realize that because we haven't started using Pinterest. So I actually didn't realize that so that you were bringing together almost like a visual full board representation versus just like trying to share content. So that actually makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. You know, a lot more fun for sure. It is so much fun. Like my fashion board has the most followers, which is hilarious because I'm known for wearing yoga pants every day, right, but I love, right. fashion. I love looking at it. And so it kind of creates this whole like visual aspect of if I were a magazine, these are the things you would see in it. And it makes it so much more fun too. Yeah, that's really cool. And I love the collaboration aspect of it because I think it's a collaboration world. And, you know, energetically, there's so much for everyone to be successful and go around. And you're going to get so much 
much further faster by making those connections than trying to be like the lone wolf in anything that you do. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, that's that's really, really good feedback. So in terms of what you're seeing work there, and I'm sure you guys do probably a variety of different things, but do you, do you typically tend to use more photography-based images or are you using more things that are like the actual like text on template? Like what do you find that people respond to? Are you doing just a variety? Yeah. So we love to split test just about everything. And, and the two things that we found to move the needle the most is the headline that you're using, um, which I think we all know when it comes to email mm-hmm. open rates or uh, traffic to a blog post. And so we love to look at some of that best content and try different headlines to see if one resonates more than the other. And then we just do a mix. So we'll do some that are just strictly graphic. We'll do some that are strictly text. Um, and, you know, I love to just look at the things that I'm drawn to. So I have a board of just like things that I love, things that I think are pretty graphics that I'm drawn to. And we kind of look and see like, what are the trends in that? It's usually white. It's very clean. Um, it's not a busy piece of content. And so, uh, we're all up for split testing. There are no failures. There's just experiments when it comes to it. And I think what's so fun about that is that you can see where those results are really shining and then just focus your efforts on that. So while you might start with five pins for one article, you might see that one pin is just killing it. And then that's the one that you put into automation. Yeah. That's, that's awesome that you can do that because what we found with Facebook and I'm sure you found the same thing as well is like the thing that you think is going to perform. Yeah. <laughs> bombs, right? You're like, this is an absolute winner. We love this image. It's so perfect. Yeah. Everyone's going to jump on this and then it bombs. And then the graphic that you hate that you think is terrible, but that you're like, eh, you know, we'll include it we'll in the set of tests that ends up being the winner. So you just don't know. And I think it's really great that you walked through the strategy of the way that you're doing the split testing with the different pins, because I think mm-hmm. that's so critical with everything. Yes, absolutely. So what are you most excited for and most looking forward to as far as where your business is going in the new year, Jen? I mean, you have Pinterest going on, you're doing your work with entrepreneurs and women, you're doing your work with photography, obviously, like what is your big focal point in 2018? I know you're going to be building your email list to be bigger than your entire social following, which is huge. Yeah. So, you know, we're really focusing a ton on our podcast and I'm sure as you know, with podcasting, it is a beast of its own. I mean, there is so much work that goes into producing shows and, you know, getting guests and having it be. So everyone tell Kelly, thank you, because this content is not easy to put out there. Um, but we're just really excited for where the podcast is heading. Um, and then just really using the podcast to help with all of that strategy, you know, so creating those content upgrades and, and we decided to not have sponsors on our show anymore so that we can just stay in alignment with our goal to put out the best free content. And so with that, you know, we're promoting different freebies and seeing what our audience wants more of and using that in tandem with different launches that we have going on. And so it's been a really, really fun growth period. And I think now we're just really excited to dive on into the strategy. That's awesome. Yeah. Podcasting is amazing. I always say I I started mine in 2015. I wish I had started it the first day I started my business. I owe it. That's the one thing. I'm like, if I could do it all over, I would have started it on day one because it is work, but it's just the opportunity to connect with amazing people around the world. 
what you learn, how you grow, mm-hmm. the way that you can serve. And we have the same philosophy. We don't have any sponsors and we just want the show to be completely focused on connecting and engaging with the people that we're trying to help. So I, I completely get it. And, you know, obviously with the amount of amazing content that you're putting out, I'm sure that will do nothing but help you skyrocket more than you have right. already. Oh, um, awesome. So Jenna, um, tell us a little bit about like where people can go to connect with you, um, any hot courses, programs, or offerings that you have going on right now that you want people to check out, and just any kind of final piece of guidance or advice that you want to leave our entrepreneurs with today. Absolutely. So if you are interested in learning more about Pinterest, we put together a really simple course. It's one of those courses that you could take in a day and implement just walking you through the nitty gritty. So if you go to teachmetopin.com, you can learn all about that. And it's just one of those courses. There is zero fluff because I know we're so busy and the last thing we need is a million modules that we're never going to get through. Um, But if you want to connect online more, you can go to jennacutcher.com. That's where all the good things lie. I'm on the Gold Digger podcast and on Instagram at Jenna Kutcher. That is amazing. And we will make sure all of those things go back into the show notes. So you've built an amazing seven-figure business doing what you love, focus on serving and adding value, making a difference for people every single day. So you're the example of what everybody on the show is, is working towards and growing into. What would be kind of your final piece of advice before we wrap up the show here? I think just understanding your brilliance. I think so often we are so quick to say, I'm so boring. I'm so basic. I have no special gifts, but those things that come easy to you or those things that you find yourself doing, even if you weren't going to get paid to do them, those are those gifts that you can share with the world. And so it's really easy and intimidating to get past those hurdles and to really push through those limiting mindsets. But there is something in your life that you can share with the world and really understand what that can be and how you can just put it out there is going to change absolutely everything for you. Oh, great, great parting advice. Thank you so much, guys. Make sure you reach out and connect with Jenna. Follow her online. You're going to learn so much by just watching what she's doing online and the strategies that she's employing. And for sure, if you are ready to, you know, get started with Pinterest, go to teachmetopin.com and, you know, work your way through that course. No fluff, no BS, you know, just, you know, actionable things that are going to help you get results and drive new traffic to your site. So Jenna, thank you so, so much for everything that you shared here today. Thanks for having me, Kelly. It was an absolute pleasure. Absolutely. All right, guys, that is a wrap. So go take action on something that you learned today that is going to help you build your business faster and achieve your income and your growth goals. I want to thank you guys so much for being listeners of Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you haven't already, make sure you text in the word IGNITE to 44222 to get into my private email community where you're going to get the two-minute tips that change your life every single week. Until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.